Welcome to Small Steps Living, the The podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and And enjoy enjoy the show. show. Hey everyone, I must apologize if the sound quality on this podcast isn't great because I am literally sitting in my house with the heaters on in a winter jacket because it's so cold in Melbourne today. I don't know about where you are, but the uh, winter chill has definitely arrived. It's taken a while, but it's here. So today I wanted to come in and talk to you about a really like a huge shift that I've made to how I parent, how I am as a mother and the real changes that it's meant for me in my life and also for my children. And I'm sharing this because as you might know, we have the doors open to the Ready for Change program. And I guess I'm sharing one of the major stories that I had to clear up for myself so that I could actually live a life that felt good to Lisa the person and also Lisa the mum. Even although I am the one person, for a long time I felt like I had these competing parts of me. And if you are interested in, you know, diving deep into how motherhood transforms you, you have to go and check out the amazing Amy Taylor Cabaz because she's been amazing at talking about matrescence, which is that it's like adolescence is the transition from being a kid into being an adult and matrescence is from being a woman into being a mum. And it's fascinating. Anyway, so you're not alone if you feel this kind of identity crisis (laughs) comes when you're a person who like, you know, there's things I want to do in the world, but the kids, right? And so what I'm going to share with you today is I guess this new way of being that I have as a mum, but the stories that I needed to break through in order to be able to get there. Because that's what Ready for Change is all about. You know, I've really had to look at what was going on in my conscious brain, but also subconsciously that was seeing me make decisions that I kept making time after time after time. And they weren't actually making me happy, but I literally didn't know how to how to shift that. I didn't know what was going on, like <laughs> why I was showing up in motherhood in a certain way. And when I did start to dive into it and start to uncover some of these stories, well, it changed everything for me because I started to realize that I'd just gathered all these stories about motherhood and and what it means to be a good mum throughout my life, mostly before I even had children, but especially in those early days of having my first baby and all the feels that come along with that and then know, definitely my third child has been parented quite differently to my eldest. Hashtag number three, but she's a robust little nugget. So let me tell you, the biggest changes to how I parent has been honoring my needs and coming from a place of peace. So picking these apart a little bit, the first one, well, it's kind of obvious and most of us know this, We put everyone else first. I didn't actually think I factored into the decision-making for what I wanted to do or anything really, even in the day-to-day running of the household. And I know I'm not alone, but I I know also that there's lots of mums who are really good at this, who 
we're really good at saying this is what I need and we'll build life around that. And then there's where I was, which was it would be so amazing if I could do that, but I just can't because of the kids, because of the ages that they're at, because of this, because of that, because of the other, because a good mum, you know, blah, blah, blah. And if you've been following this podcast for a while, you will have heard me share when I decided to put my youngest into daycare. We did family daycare for our kids, which was a beautiful experience. But I was like, well, she can't do three days a week and the others only did two. In my mind, a good mum had her kids more during the week than she didn't have them. No judgment on anyone else. That was just how I felt. And when I needed to step up and into the fact that my life had kind of changed by the time she came along and by the time she was two, I needed to honour what was really happening for me in that moment, which was I was running a business by this stage. I was taking kids to kinder and care and I was stretched for time and I was caught in this trap of just thinking that that's just what it's going to feel like. I had no choice. That's what I felt. I had no choice. Until I started working out that, well, hang on, maybe if I just gave myself that extra day of work, then I would enjoy the rest of the time that I had with my children. Bang. But I needed to understand and kind of pick apart this whole idea that what I was telling myself about what a good mum meant was just a story that I'd made up. And I could choose a new story anytime. I could choose, because, I mean, good mum? Like, Grey, grey area right there. There's no black and white good mum, bad mum. There's just most mums who are trying their best. (laughs) And so unless I decided that my needs and my sleep, my ability to rest, my recreation was important, well, no one else was going to put that on the agenda for me. It, It had to come from me. And so now I come from this place where I'm like, wow, if I'm taking care of myself and if being a good mum now, the story around that for me is a good mum takes care of herself. A good mum can tell, can say what she needs. A good mum is an example to her children of what it looks like to go for your dreams and have enough rest that you can fill up other people's cups too that it can all work out (laughs) okay. When I do that, this word peace, it's not that like I need, you know, to feel absolute joy in, in motherhood in every single moment. I mean, it's just not possible. My kids shoot me to tears sometimes. I need to escape from them. You know, I put myself in time out. I'm like every other mother, but I choose to bring an energy of peace to parenting. I can only do that when I'm taking care of myself. I was finding myself feeling a bit resentful sometimes. I was finding myself making up excuses to just not do things with the kid. Like, I just, I need this. I know, like, I, it was this desperation. It wasn't a, I'm actually living a life that feels quite good to me. And my children are absolutely a part of that. And none of it feels hard or stressful when my needs have been met. And I'm the only one who can meet those needs. Like my kids can't do that for me. My husband can't do that for me. No one else is responsible except for me. And so when I choose peace, I also choose to do things in the mornings that just set me up for a peaceful day. Just peace in my head. I do a self-hypnosis audio. I do, you know, 
10 minutes of yoga on a mat at the end of my bed. I have myself showered before they jump into my bed. (laughs) Sometimes they do. This morning it was freezing and I didn't want to get up. But I choose peace and I'm finding that is filtering out into our house, into their energy in really profound ways. Because when I choose peace, I seek out peaceful resolutions. It's even beyond calm. It's just like, okay, this is blowing up. Okay. And it's okay for that to happen. It's okay for them to have big emotions. It's okay for me to have big emotions. It's okay for me to not feel on it today and feel like giving everyone a couch and doona day. It's also okay that we need to get out of the house and have a little bit of an adventure, that I need to get some nature time, even although they might want some screen time or something. You know what's okay? It's okay that we're going to have different opinions on, on what we do. It's okay that, you know, my son, he's turning nine in September and he's going to bump up against me. It doesn't make it easy or Like, I find it tricky to navigate his growing independence. It's a new phase for him and and our family. And it's all okay. I just keep coming back to that. It's fine for this to be the way it is. And I lose that attachment to the way it should look. You know, this year has seen lots of changes in our family. And I very much love a sit around the table dinner. Do you know how many times I've just put out bits and pieces on a share platter and while I'm doing stuff around the house or, you know, tidying up the kitchen or doing other little bits and pieces, stripping beds, they're watching TV while they're eating their dinner, you know. No one's getting hurt here. Things can change. Things can be a bit loose and then we come back to the status quo. Can you imagine If you came from that place of peace, can you imagine if your needs were being catered to, like on the regular, your status quo was that? How different it might feel in your house for everybody? Like everyone benefits. So instead of telling myself stories about what wasn't possible for me because I was a mum you know, getting attached to the stories of three kids in four years and it's just chaos and blah, 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 blah. Well, how about you just recognise that you can tell yourself a new story? How about you don't cut your happiness off at the pass (laughs) before you've even had a chance to work out what actually does make you happy? Don't keep yourself locked in to what motherhood might mean or not mean for you and start creating it, like start creating the best version for you. Because everyone benefits. And this feeling of, of peacefulness about, you know, whatever's happening, it's okay. We can create stories and meaning around absolutely everything. In fact, it's what us humans do and we dive deep into this in Ready for Change. We're, we're meaning-making machines. We attach meaning to things that, eh, it's not necessarily the truth. <laughs> and yet it can absolutely dictate our mood, our choices, our decisions. And until we really have a look at that, we're kind of running on this weird autopilot that we might never have chosen and we might not be conscious that there is a different choice we can make. So I wonder how that resonates for you. 
what would it mean to honour your needs? What would it mean to even know what your needs are? And start working from that place of it's unworthy of, of enjoying life in this moment as well. And then starting to go, well, what, what are the stories that are holding me back from actually even thinking that that's a choice or holding me back from thinking that certain ones are possible and certain ones just aren't? Then choosing new stories and coming from this place of peace that, well, I just believe that whatever feels right for me is also right for my kids. And it's a hugely empowering place to be because it means I can take them along on this ride with me. It means that we're a crew, that I'm not, I'm not resistant to them or, or the role of mother because Lisa, the woman, is also getting to do her thing, which means that, you know, Lisa, the woman, is also Lisa, the mother, and, it, and it's all working together. I just wanted to share that with you today and, and remind you that once this episode goes to air, there won't be long until you can register for the upcoming program Ready for Change where I get to help women and and hold their hand and teach them a framework to work through this stuff too. Because there's so much good available on the other side and it might feel scary to look at your stories. It might feel scary (laughs) to kind of go, oh, cool, I am the reason I feel stuck. But it's hugely empowering to also realize that you have everything that you need to create the changes, the pivots, make the decisions, exercise your choice to create a life that really feels good for you. So if you want those details, they'll be in the show notes. If you're listening to this once the doors are closed, then jump on the wait list and I'll let you know next time we open the doors. Good luck. Peace out. (laughs) See you soon. For more inspiration, interviews and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life one small step at a time.